This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Monday Discussion. This week on the CR Checkup Podcast, we're talking about shame and how to embrace shame and find hope. Palm Valley Church's Celebrate Recovery, we work through the 12 steps on a yearly basis. And right now, we're learning to fight our battles together, but at a distance. This means that the ways that we used to live out our recovery may look a little bit different, but we're confident that our tools need to look the same. We know that the 12 steps and the eight principles are effective, and so we can't let lies creep in to say that these things have to change. And also we can be encouraged by the fact that we can be leaders in applying these 12 steps and eight principles in ways that people may have never done before. So we're gonna continue to work our program in order to heal, but we can expect that we're going to have to get a little creative. And right now we're right in the middle of talking about step 12. And if you're unfamiliar with step 12, that's okay. Every single conversation that we have here is meant to stand alone. There's meant to be some kind of truth or principle that we can take out and apply to our lives no matter where we are. But for those of you who are a little bit less familiar with the 12 steps, I just want to recap the first three as they lay a beautiful foundation in our road to recovery. Step one says that we admitted that we are powerless over our addictions and compulsive behaviors that our lives had become unmanageable. At our CR, what we really want to drive home here is that we're stepping out of denial and into God's grace. But it doesn't stop there, because we believe that whatever brings us through the doors are the things that open the doors. Next, in step two, it says that we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. This is learning to believe that God could heal me, even if I didn't believe that he would. Then in step three, we made a decision to turn our lives and our wills over to the care of God. This is how we can turn from our sin and turn towards Jesus. And this is the most important part, knowing that I matter to him. Now, before we start having our conversation about step 12 today, I would love if you would take a minute and just greet one another. And of course, we can't do this in person, so pull out your cell phones. Maybe you want to give somebody a phone call, shoot off an email or a text message, whatever it is. If you would just reach out to somebody right now and let them know that you're thinking about them. Thank you guys so much for greeting each other like that. I know that it can be a little weird or awkward um, to do that, but I know that it goes a long way in this time right now. So thank you to those of you who reached out to somebody and just let them know that you were thinking about them. 
Uh, in step 12, it says that having had a spiritual experience as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. We get this from Galatians 6.1, which says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Now, again, I'm just so grateful that God aligned time perfectly that at our Celebrate Recovery, we would be talking about step 12 as we are going through what we are going through. Uh, the reason being is that the things that we talk about at Celebrate Recovery and the things that we do here, um, building a support team, working the 12 steps, eight principles, and all of these things, um, are, we get to a point in step 12 where we're learning how to apply the things that we've learned to every single area of, of our lives. And I truly believe that whether it, it seems like it or not, if you've been working the program, you've been coming for a while, you've been practicing the things that we talk about, um, then you're prepared for what's happening. I know that it might seem contrary, uh, but you really are because the things that we do here are preparing us for difficult times. We don't, we don't do all the difficult things that we do um, for when the good days come. We do it for when uh, the bad days or the rough days come. And so I'm very grateful that um, you are here. I'm very grateful that we are talking about step 12 um, in this time that we're going through right now. Step 12 is all about endurance, how we can take everything that we've learned and apply it to our lives and stay the course of recovery. Our program isn't one that uh, teaches us how to avoid things that are difficult, uh, but rather how we can grow and flourish in spite of the difficult things. And I think that whether we are believers, non-believers, in recovery, not in recovery, we all experience shame. We all experience shame in, in, in whatever amount or way we experience it. I believe that we all experience it. And I think that we all have the same questions about it being, what is the purpose and what do I do with it? And to just put it really simply, I think that I, I need to embrace shame. I need to embrace it. And this doesn't mean that I you know, heap the burning coals of shame over my head. It doesn't mean that I shame myself about my shame for shame. Uh, well, because that's shameful, right? What it means is that I need to learn to recognize shame and what it's doing hanging around me. Shame is defined as a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Now, I think that most of us hear painful feeling, that first part of that definition, we say, uh, that's bad, uh, shame is bad, boo shame. And, you know, that's not entirely true. Shame can be a bad thing, but not because of shame itself. It's because of the abuse I myself or others inflict, inflict on me uh, after the fact. But even then, all hope isn't lost. So how can I embrace shame? How can I take shame? How can we embrace shame and find hope? You know, oftentimes in, in life and in recovery, when I feel shame, I want to back out in fear that I might get stuck in that feeling. And the crazy thing is, is that unfortunately, 
nothing keeps me in shame more than trying to run from it. I feel shame that I can't stop drinking, so I give up and drink more. I feel ashamed that I got angry and yelled at my wife, so I give in and yell louder so that I might not have to admit that I was wrong. I feel ashamed that I acted out in my sexual integrity. Well, I'll never change, so what does it matter? I feel ashamed that I stepped out of the boundaries I set in place for my family. I broke that promise I made to myself, so why bother, right? Step one says that I admitted that my life was unmanageable. Well, that's kind of shameful, don't you think? That you can't manage your life? Well, we know here that life itself is just unmanageable. And while that's a shame, there's no shame in admitting it. In fact, it's through embracing this truth that I actually find hope. So let's break down what it looks like to embrace shame. The first thing here, if you're, you're taking down notes, uh, you can write this down, is find it. Find it. When I feel that warm wash of shame, I look for any way to shake it off as soon as possible. I want to get as far away from it as I possibly can. What happens is this just allows shame to show up in my life anytime it wants. And, and since I don't know what it looks like, I'll always be caught off guard. If I can simply ask myself, where is this coming from? Then I can start on my journey of embracing it. Then I take it to God. Once I track down my shame, I need to take it to God and ask him, am I wrong for feeling this way? This can be very scary, but extremely powerful. There are times when I feel uh, shame and there's no good reason for me to feel it. I'll find out that I'm either maybe giving into lies about things that maybe people have said about me that weren't true, or maybe that I'm experiencing disappointment or embarrassment for something that I did, but there's no reason to feel shame. In this case, I can thank God, and more than likely, those feelings of shame will go away. But then there are other times that I will feel shame, and it's rightfully so. I'll find that sometimes the choices I've made go completely against God and who he wants me to be. These are the types of things that we experience here in the program. We know that we're doing wrong and we feel ashamed about them. This is where I can come up to an agreement with God about my shortcomings. I step out of denial and into God's grace and I begin the journey of my recovery. This is the hope that comes from embracing my shame. That in admitting my wrongs, I can begin to heal from them. Then, after that, I need to share about it. Share about it is the third thing that you're going to write down. Let somebody know. Maybe this is the first time I've come to terms with the source of my shame. This can be confusing, and it helps to talk with people who've been there in the same place that you've been. Or maybe this isn't my first go-around uh, maybe I've I've dealt with this before and it's coming back up. Well, I need to I need to share about this so that shame doesn't burrow down inside of me and then try to take me off track. Or maybe I've experienced an amazing hope in my recovery and I need to share that hope with others that I might be able to be an encouragement. Sharing is so important because shame's survival is completely dependent upon keeping hidden. We're going to talk so much more about this this week, but for now, 
I would love if you picked up the phone, called somebody, and just talk about what you just heard. You can talk about these things. One, am I feeling ashamed for something that is completely unnecessary? Two, have I experienced finding hope through embracing my shame before? And three, what am I trying to keep hidden from God and from myself? Let me pray for us. Father God, thank you so much for this opportunity to gather, even if it's digitally or remotely, God. I know that uh, nothing can stop you. Just because we aren't in the same room together uh, physically, God, doesn't mean uh, that we aren't together emotionally and spiritually, God. And so I'm just so thankful that you're you're so much greater than anything that I can think or imagine. And God, I'm so thankful that um, even in in this season where a lot of things are are stopped, you haven't stopped working inside of our lives. And God, is just, I'm just so thankful for the things that are going to come out of this. God, of course, our hearts are mourning for all of the losses in this season. But God, I, I just ask that you would help us fix our gaze towards you, towards the future, towards the possibilities of, of what can happen in this season or what is already happening in the season, God. And as we have this conversation about shame, God, as people begin to address this shame in their own lives, God, I just pray that you would just strengthen us. This is not an, an, an easy topic, God. And so we ask that you would just surround us, give us the opportunity and the bil- ability to be honest with one another, with ourselves, with you, God, and that we can experience victory. We can see hope in the midst of this, this looking at our shame. We love you. We thank you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Monday Discussion. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you're struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery because nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.